Hello, everybody, and thank you for swinging by again on the Swing By Podcast. I am your ever-so-loving host, Nate, and with us, as always, is my lovely partner, Coral. Hello. Yeah, sitting in a different seat today because <laughs> pregnancy has got her uncomfortable in certain chairs. Oh, yeah. Well, the nice ones, ironically, are more uncomfortable for some reason. Um, this one that's like kind of trashy uh, is just wider and yeah. I need wide because <laughs> I'm feeling wide. Sometimes you just need something a little bit trashy to feel good about yourself. Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's the moral. Of the yep. <laughs> of what we like to get trashy. No, we don't. I think our podcast is we're not that trashy. on the classier side, right? Yeah, probably. Um, so welcome back again. Um, this is going to be the second installation of the Desire Trip. Ooh. Yeah, our trip to the Swingers Resort, which is Desire. In um, near Can- Cancun, near Cancun, near yeah, yeah it's not in, it's near Cancun, Mexico, because um, we had so much fun there that we couldn't slam it all into just one episode. Uh, we did have uh, a lot of fun, and we did have multiple stories from that. Right. So we'll be sharing a different story, which was not a full swap story, but was a very adaptual story where hey. we. It wasn't full swap. You got to do a full swap. I did not. No, that's that's the first Spoiler. story. This 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 story today <laughs> though is not full swap. Right. So there's no actual penetration involved, but there is deep throating blowjobs, which is absolutely fantastic. Ooh. So so we'll we, we'll get we will get to a story about a girl that has taken my dick deeper down <laughs> oh than God. anybody else prior. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> she was very talented in that. I, will I, I say. don't understand I, I, it. I, I was shocked. I was like, whoa. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. Never seen something quite like what this girl was able to achieve. And that's not like tooting my own horn, it's tooting her horn. Well, let's not much. spoil the the story. Yes. You know? But there there will be some deep throating stuff involved here. So um yeah, so I think the the main subject going into this episode will obviously be more of desire mm-hmm. um, and more explaining to that and everything like that. But before we get to that, obviously, um, we're going to have a lot more questions and and comments and comments and stuff like that. But before we even get to that, um, I think I want to I, I think I want to talk to you about a couple of things. I think I. I, I I think o- over Am I ma- in trouble? Yeah, you're in trouble. No, no, not at all. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you a couple things about this. Obviously not right now because we're going through a whole pregnancy thing, but after that's all done because you've expressed that you're ready to get back into the lifestyle after things has flattened out and you're excited to get back into it once your body can handle it again yeah. and everything like that. So obviously you've thought about it to some aspect to be able to at least bring it up and be like, oh yeah, I'm ready to get back on field when we can and and get back into it when we can. So it's brought up some things to me to where I, I, I wanted to ask something we haven't talked about in a little while is what fantasies have, have you had that have not happened that in your life that you still would like to make happen? 
Hmm. I know. Is it a deep thinker? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like fantasies that I'm willing to do. Yes. I've already done. Yeah. Because I know a lot of like your fantasies that you're not willing to do. Like you, I know you like the whole, oh, I want to put my pussy in one of those pussy glory hole things <laughs> where they just let a bunch of men in to fuck you. <laughs> yeah. But I know you don't want that to happen in real life. No. That's why, you know, it's called a fantasy because it's like something you fantasize about. I would never do that, you know? So I, I could change the question. Or gangbangs. Like, yeah. like, I watch a lot of gangbang porn. That's probably like what I most watch, to be honest. Yeah. Do you ever want that to happen? No. Never? No. Even in like a protected setting? I mean, we've done stuff with a guy before, like a threesome with a guy. So you like that, you would like more of that. That already was like exhausting. Yeah. I don't know how I could do more than that. So you would like just more of that and and nothing more? Yeah, I mean I don't think there's really maybe um like getting a happy ending from like a hot masseuse. Oh, a female or, or male? Either. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think that. I thought we brought this up in the past, and but... then you've been opposed to it. But sounds like you're starting to come around to it. Maybe, but I I don't I still don't know that I would go through with that. To be honest, I think you should start to look into it because I feel like with women it's a little bit more safer on the things that I've seen online anyway to where like if you if you ask what do you mean safe like 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 they're not going to force it upon you <laughs> you know what i mean it's not going to be as yeah but i feel like pushed. if i want a guy masseuse like that's going to be impossible to find no there's websites really yeah yeah especially in LA <laughs> a guy masseuse yes that's not no i don't want like some creepy there's like, websites guy like i want like a hot guy my age. No, it's I'm telling you there's websites, especially around LA. It's like it there's things to where you can kind of set it up or whatever and then you can see the person and talk to them ahead of time or whatever, but it's like something to where you can actually set it up. You know what I mean? Rub maps? It's not rub maps or or, okay. or jerk maps or whatever, but that I, I'm telling you this cuz I've just looked around on my buy side to just see that and i have found that there is some a lot of them are in home men <laughs> that would perform on women yes there are some i swear to god okay i promise there are some <laughs> and i honestly i think there are uh, more in like the korean district uh, mm. uh in koreatown there are like a lot of them are you into korean men yeah yeah, so if you're okay with like hot Korean men and stuff like that, I guarantee you over there, especially because I like any type of look it up on Reddit. Race, I'm not like yes, but look it up on Reddit. I guarantee if you like look it up, there would be like girls that will like show you in the right area to go, especially in LA. And I guarantee you, a lot of it's in like the Korean district to where they do it. And it's like something obviously because you need to feel comfortable going in and be like, okay, let them know kind of you're into it going in. But then if you like felt uncomfortable to when they actually start to approach it because obviously the the what's what's what is it the golden the golden situation would be like what they're rubbing up on your thighs and then they're getting you hot and into it before to make you want it more going forward right 
Yeah, kind of like the massage you got in Cap. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Cap Dag. Uh, apparently, Cap-dag. no, I've, I've read about this in, on a bunch of things on Reddit. And there are things that you can set up that can make that like happen that's in a very authentic, masseuse, sensual setting. I mean, it's not something I'm... I'm like dying to do, you know what I mean? Like, no, but it'd be a cool like things experience. that like and were it, like on my sexual bucket list. I feel like I've done almost all of them. Yeah, I feel like that would be a really honestly, if you ended up doing that and you were really into it, and like they made you come, it'd be a really hot story for me too. Oh yeah, yeah, I would like that a lot. <laughs> I would be happy to help you pursue that fantasy. To be honest, okay. is, there, is there anything else? Maybe, like, hire a male prostitute. Really? Yeah. We'd probably have to go to Vegas for that one. Yeah. To be, like, double teamed or just just alone? Yeah, with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or alone. Like, say, like, you died in a car accident or something. Or you were just on a trip. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say you were on a trip where I couldn't be there, okay? (laughs) Feel like that's a little bit better. How about I'm not dead and you just are there alone? But, like... (laughs) I think with a male prostitute, like, because you're paying for it, you can, I mean, I'm not saying that you couldn't if it wasn't, but, like, I feel more comfortable, like, instructing the guy on what I would want and, like, you know, like, I don't know. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? No, I totally do. Um, I think that's fine because you can kind of set up to what your likes and dislikes are to where it's catered towards you. Yeah. It's not, they're not going to do anything that you don't like. If you say, okay, here's my things. That's no choking, no anal, no this. I just want to be in a sensual setting. Then they're going to cater to you. Yeah, exactly. So I think you're going to like it no matter what. And then you know because they usually come with the paperwork to say they're clean anyway too. So you don't have any stress about it or anything like that. Yeah. I think that's proper. And I think that's the same like, reason too. What was too. that show we watched? Was it Gigolos? Gigolos. Yeah. yeah. On Showtime or yeah. something. Yeah. Exactly. So where you know it's kind of clean. I think that's where because you've come around because you said, oh, I I don't want to do any hookers here or whatever. But if we went to like Vegas to like you said you'd be open to going to a place like the Bunny Ranch or or whatever that is. Yeah. With a girl. To with a girl. Exactly. To where we could have a threesome with a girl. But, you know, for a fact, they're clean and they would do what we. Yeah. And I know she's not going to try and like stalk you on Instagram or something. It's good. You're gonna have to try harder than that. Girls, talk me on Instagram. I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon. So I think that'd be a good. I mean, that's. I think honestly, getting a, getting um a sex worker, um, for a threesome definitely would be fun on the bucket. I feel like that's something that we will accomplish at some point in our life. Just yeah. because it's easier if we and and we go to Ve- we live near Vegas or, yeah, or close to a lot to where it's easier to be able to do. So I feel like once we have a kid, especially if we're like, oh, we're gonna go on a weekend trip to Vegas, that's gonna be up on the list at some point. It's like, oh, we're gonna have a threesome with some chick. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and plus, like, I know that's not gonna get you gels and stuff like that. Yeah. Is that about the tops of your bucket list, sex bucket list? Yeah, probably. What about you? Mine. Uh, mine's, I think I still have a semi-extensive list. There's stuff that we haven't done that I still would I figured. Like yeah. <laughs> Wait, that we still haven't done? I feel like we've done a lot. N- yeah, but there's more. Oh, There's okay. stuff because, okay, there's... there's so what is uh, it? No, it's not, it's nothing against you or anything. I just think that there's Anal. stuff... 
well, that's that not anal, but like DP and stuff like that. Like you obviously don't want to be DP'd. You want me to be DP? No, 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 no. I would like to DP somebody. Okay. Not that it being you. Obviously, I want you to be there, but I would like to DP somebody. <laughs> okay. And I think that would be a fun situation. Which hole are you going in? I don't care. Okay. I'm open it because I think I remember in the earlier we were like, oh, buttholes off limits, but I think we've come a little bit further since you won't give up the butthole because that was supposed to be a sacred hole. Okay, I just want to say we have had anal sex before. Yeah, like once or twice. It's been a couple times, and it's just not for me. Like I don't. Right, and I, don't I respect that. <laughs> enjoy it. And I respect that. Um, I think we've made it to the point to where I understand, and I don't want to put you through anything that makes you uncomfortable. I would, still have anal, I would still I have anal sex with other people. For that, me, it's just painful. Like, yes. I don't like it. And I, and I don't want to put you anything you're, through you're uncomfortable with. And that's like the main part of it. But I think I'm starting to get to the point with other relationships where I would feel comfortable doing it with other girls that like it a little bit more. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you come around. And if, if it mm. made you, okay, so at this point, I would like to DP a girl. Maybe I'll be in the pussy and their significant other will be in the ass. Okay, sure. Yeah, so we'll start there. It's this, if this happens, it's not happening at our house. Um, well, I obviously, we're about to have a kid. <laughs> I'm not risking anything, any secretions on our bed. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. So I, I would like to help out somebody with that and i think would you'd be open to that situation if i'm in the pussy huh sure yeah yeah and maybe eventually in the ass maybe <laughs> working up to it. it's baby steps yeah. <laughs> like all we do so that's another one i think i would like to share that and being by also i would like to feel what it's like to have a dick in the other hole because apparently you can feel it oh so i think it would be fun like your dick's high five in there they kind of like, well, you can feel it in between the thin skin in between. <laughs> yeah. If that makes any sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's cool. definitely one of them. I think another one is uh, a trans person. We've never played with any trans people before. A woman or a man? Either. I'd be open to either. Okay. What would you be more open to? Um. If any. <laughs> I don't know. Because uh, that this has been a new recent awakening for you, too. Because I remember in the past, for most years, you weren't really into trans people. And I remember within the past year, you have said that you were coming around to certain trans likes sexually. I mean, if I was going to be with a trans person personally, I want them to have like the full, complete surgery. Meaning... Like bottom and top surgery. So, yeah, but what for, does that mean for, for a her, trans her. man? Like, if you're a trans man, like I want you to have like your top surgery and your bottom surgery. So you want somebody who was a female transitioning to a male? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, who has a penis, a new penis, right? And no boobs, and no boobs taken off. Yes. So, see, this is a thing that still could confuses me because i don't know if and a trans man or trans woman can they get who has also had top and bottom surgery so either or yes so you don't mind either or yeah i mean 
I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I've never been with a trans person before, but... Would you be open to it? Possibly. Yeah, if you're attracted to them in yeah. many ways. So, I the one thing I'm confused about is, like, if you have the top and bottom surgery and you have a dick put on, mm-hmm. can that get hard? Yeah, I think um, you get, like, a pump and you, like, pump it up. Yeah? So, you'd be willing to try that? Potentially. Potentially. If you're that attracted to them, too. Yeah. See, yeah, th- I think that's what they, because this is like a new awakening for me, too, within the past few years where I didn't know I was, but I, 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 I don't think the top and bottom surgery thing is required for me. Like, if they have boobs and a dick, I'm totally cool with it. Okay. You're not? No. You don't like that? You want the complete surgery on both sides? You don't want half yeah. and half? No, I don't. Yes. Why? Does that just like pull you out of the moment or? It's just not something I'm attracted to. Yeah. You're attracted to either sex as long as they've gone complete on both sides. Yes. Yeah. See, for me, I don't really care. (laughs) Okay. I think I. Like I'm more bisexual than like, what is it? Like demisexual or or pansexual. Yeah. Like. I'm not saying I'm not attracted to trans people. I'm just saying I more prefer non-trans people. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I think I would. I think I would enjoy like a trans person with boobs and a dick and stuff. But I also like don't know. I've never been with one, so. Yeah, I think. I mean, when we get back, let's open it up. When we get back on our field account and just see where we land and and if anything pops up i know like, for I sure like i don't i don't i'm not into um breasts and a penis on right. the same person right you just want to know what to expect when you're going down <laughs> i just don't find that sexually attractive fair yeah okay and I, <laughs> I, I think the last thing like personally for me yeah you know? Yeah. I think the last thing on my list is those are definitely the two big ones. And I think the last thing on my list is a couple more like gay side experiences that I haven't had, which is more anal ish type of stuff. <laughs> anal sex with men? Yes. <laughs> like receiving or, or giving? I think both. Okay. I think both at this point. <laughs> Honestly, I I would I I would like to experience taking it, but on a smaller aspect. <laughs> oh, so someone not your size? Um, honestly, <laughs> it's it's weird because if I could fuck myself, I would totally be open to that. Okay. <laughs> but nobody bigger than that. <laughs> well, you know, you have that. Don't don't we have that clona willy thing of your dick? That yeah, but it came. Thing? I feel like we need. I feel like there we didn't go. do that crazy like perfectly well. I feel like we could do it again <laughs> and make it a little bit better. <laughs> okay. And it doesn't do like the heat, the skin to skin type of thing. So I. So think you're th- not into vibrators or dildos. No, I mean I I am into the there's like the one toy we have that's the this the stimulator that was it Aranos? Is that what? what it's called? I don't know what it's called. It, no. You put it in though, and it has. It's it, like an egg, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. You put it in, and it, it like vibrates, but it motorizes in and hits like your G spot or something, or your. your... It, but it's penis shaped. No. What kind of shape is it? 
It's like it has an egg, right? No, it's not an egg. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> look like an egg. It has like it, it looks like this, but has like a T almost at the bottom. Okay, so, so like, like a hook. Like kind of like that is what it looks like. Like a finger. And then it goes like that. Okay. When it like vibrates and motorizes like in and out. So it hits like your prostate. That's the word I'm looking for. Right. So it goes. Nice. Like I, I used it once on you and you're like, oh, your dick is like vibrating. Remember that? You used it in my butt? No, I used it in my butt and then Oh and yes. And then and then I, I had sex with you and you were like, Oh, your your dick's like vibrating. Yeah. Yeah, and it felt good on me because it hits like it hits your prostate like perfectly and then it makes your you come G-spot. super hot. Yeah, it yeah. makes you come super hard. Yeah. So that's good. And I think that that's kind of using that is what built me up to it. I was like, okay, maybe it does feel a lot better. So I think I would like to experience that on both that's sides. That's not what a penis is gonna feel like. I'm I'm telling you that right now. You don't have a you don't have a prostate, so you can't <laughs> Yeah, but I've had it. thing I've had toys up. Anally. I would like to experience it. I think okay. That's, that's where we're at. <laughs> so that's still on my fantasy bucket list. I think list. you need to start with someone on the smaller side. I, I agree, I, too. I don't... Honestly, I do not think you can handle someone your size or bigger. I don't think so, either. Okay. So we're on the same page. You'll probably be there when it happens <laughs> at some point. So there's that. <laughs> okay. And uh, I wouldn't mind also doing the... Honestly, primary situation would be with you to where we can both fuck him or I could fuck the person while they're fucking you. And I think that would be hot as hell and stuff like that. So those are those are a couple... I think those are honestly the last full bucket list items on my whole thing. Aside from that, I don't really care. I don't care for a gangbang or anything like that. A woman gangbang? No, I don't Would care. you ever do a gangbang with a bunch of women? I don't think I could handle it. <laughs> I think it's too much. <laughs> too much work? Yeah, it's way too much. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather I'd rather be a part of a gangbang on you because then you have to do all the work and I get to watch and cheer that on. Yeah. I mean, and already like the the threesomes that we've had with men is like Yeah. That shit's exhausting. Yeah. I mean, that for fantasy. I I I also still am open and I like like a little bit of the hot wifing and stuff. Like I like I like you sexting and, and flirting with other people or whatever and then sending me the results or whatever. Yeah. So I, I'm into that stuff. So with all that, that's like the extent of my fantasies that I really like and that get me going. Nice. So that's that's about it, though. Good list. Yes. Should we get to some questions? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start with one that was emailed to us. Um um, I'm not going to say who it's from because they didn't say whether we can use their name or not, but that's okay. Hey, guys, love the podcast. My wife doesn't want anything to do with the lifestyle, so it is what it is. Sometimes that is what it is. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just living vicariously through your stories. Anyway, as someone who classifies himself as heteroflexible, I find trans woman to be very attractive and part of that is unrealistic world of porn where you have a beautiful woman with a really nice cock. I feel you, man. I feel you. I wouldn't say that's unrealistic. I mean, clearly that person exists in the world, so that's something you could potentially find. I mean, it might be unrealistic, though, because the wife might not be into that. And oh. And not going to let him go I thought they meant, that. like, finding someone like that. No, of course you, like, you find somebody. But if I'm like, oh, I found this chick with an awesome cock... You're not going to be like, well, go fuck them. <laughs> so I mean, if you want, sure. 
I guarantee you, you're not. It's not going to be that easy. <laughs> um, I was wondering what Nate's perspective was as a buy man on that front, and how you can still appreciate the person without fetishizing them. So this is why I think we. I, this is what got me to the the questions that we talked about at the beginning of this mm-hmm. was this question initially because we really haven't uh, covered the buy or the the trans spectrum on the podcast very much and. Where very much where I think I've I've said before on the show that uh, we classify ourselves as bi just because it's an easier thing to say. But me myself, I feel like the realistic term to what I am is really more on the pansexual spectrum, or whatever. Okay. Yeah, and I was listening to a podcast with Jason Ellis, too, because he's like this hardcore skater dude or whatever, and he considers himself the same thing pretty much. Yeah. I think that's it, because bi is so much easier to say and everything like that. And if you follow any of the stuff on Reddit, it's like all the bi stuff. If you look at it... Yeah, but I don't think bi includes trans people, does Honestly, it? if you go on all the stuff on Reddit, like the bi like the bi sexy posts or whatever most of the stuff is trans it's usually like chicks with dicks and stuff like that okay. and stuff like that to where i've almost commented on stuff there saying like oh i thought this was a bi thing but i don't really care because i'm kind of into that too where i've said like oh well i guess bi doesn't really classify myself to the i guess i'm more of a pans pansexual person because mm-hmm. i'm into that also and i think that's part of my bi cycle that we say because I do find myself going through a lot of like a lot of straight porn and, and stuff like that. Then I'll switch to a lot of gay porn and then I do go through cycles where I'll watch some trans porn also. Okay. Like every once in a while. I mean it's not as much as the straight and gay porn that I'll switch back and forth to, but I do go through cycles where I totally be like, Oh yeah, cool. I'm definitely into that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I do find it sexually attractive and I'm, I'm more into it. I feel like that's something that does, cause a lot of guys that are like straight that are like refuse to say that they're like gay or, or they're bi or whatever. I feel like, well then the they're trans not, woman, they're not straight then. Yeah, well, yeah, the, 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 the trans woman, but I feel like that's the one type of thing that'll keep them be like, yeah, well, I like girls, but if they have a dick, whatever, she's still hot. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I'm no, just saying, I I was, I'm just saying that <laughs> I feel like that's like the outlet that a lot of guys will take at first. From straight to bi. Maybe. Okay. It wasn't me. That's not how I found it, but. <laughs> I didn't. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I didn't realize I was into trans till after I knew I was bi. So mm-hmm. in doing that, because I was like, oh, I like boobs, I like dick. So why wouldn't I like kind of both? <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know what I mean. So um, my perspective on bi man on that front uh, would be, yeah, um, I'm totally into it, but I'm also into guys, and I think, like I said, I I haven't found that attractiveness to them until I realized I was fully bi. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think trans is 100%. Like, uh, I feel like if I were single or we ever broke up if I was dating, I don't I don't find it that off that maybe I would date a trans person. I don't find it that off that maybe I would date a gay person either, <laughs> depending on where it was at. <laughs> like a fully gay man. Yeah, it's depending. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very depending. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, it's depending on the situation because, like I said, I mean, you know the type of guys I'm into, and it's not fully flamboyant guys. So that's what like keeps me off from fully gay guys. Mm-hmm. Because well, I mean, there's lots of different types of gay men. Totally, but I don't like flamboyant gay men, which is like ninety percent of the fucking. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say ninety. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. I don't like extra. Okay. I don't like extra people. Yeah. I don't. You like, don't like dramatic people. No. Not at all. <laughs> and also, I'm at a weird... I mean, I'm at a... What I find attractive in guys is them being guys. I don't like... I don't like guys that are act like they're women. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the point what I find so you don't sexually like, attractive. you don't like drag queens or anything like that? Yeah, I don't find that sexually attractive. Okay. Not to say that I don't... I wouldn't enjoy going to like a drag show or fun stuff to like cheer them on, but I don't personally find that sexually attractive. I like guys to be guys, and I like women to be women. I find both of those sides very sexually attractive. Okay. Yeah. So that's my stance on that. So, yeah, I, I don't know if that answered your question or whatever, but I'm glad we touched on it because we don't touch on trans people. Not, but, uh, yeah, attracted to them, whatever. Um, I don't think we pulled – I don't think I pulled at all from the swingers-specific site. It's all swinger, newbie, and bisexuals. So um, I'll let you read this one, Coral. Oh, man, this is a wall of text. It's not that bad. Okay. Uh mfm and he thinks he caught feelings my husband and i are new to the lifestyle we met a great guy on 3f oh uh, that's that? three fun okay and got great vibes right away we laid out all our boundaries and i expressed that we were not looking for a quote-unquote boyfriend for me he was completely cool with it after meeting him the first time we realized he's everything we had hoped for we had a tough start the first night he got stage fright but handled it well and still took part when my husband was fucking me. Our second time was much better. No stage fright. It was sexy, and we all had a great time. We got in two rounds before we had to leave. We all had different feelings after and processed it all. This weekend, he told us he can't separate his feelings from me. He thought he could, but the physical part and his feelings, too much. We, of course, have given him support, and I expressed if he didn't have lust after that, We didn't do it right. I think he's going to end things because of this. I'm by no means bashing on him or his feelings. Just trying to give a clear picture. We're bummed we may lose him. He's honestly a super legit guy and he fit right in with us. This was also his first time. Is this a normal occurrence? Is there anything we can do to help him process? We have stepped back and told him he can contact us whenever and we will gladly talk through with him. Yeah, so... My main advice would be step back and say you cannot contact us. Cut that man out of your life. Done. Done. Right? So he got he caught feelings? Is that what Yeah, he caught feelings for them. For her or for both? Probably for her. Okay. I'm guessing he ain't fucking him. <laughs> I mean, from this from this post, that's what I'm taking away from it. If that yeah. happened to us, what would we do? We would cut them out and be like, All right, we're done with you. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think it depends on like what specifically you guys are looking for. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a polyamorous relationship, it's different. But this is in the swinger newbies section. Like, if you're an, a straight swinger and you're going into it, like you're looking for play partners and stuff like that, and it's okay to like catch friends. Yeah. But it's not okay to catch feelings because then him just saying that proves he's like, oh, I want something more. 
Right. Then that's over right then and there. Like, yeah. uh, all right, well, if you're going to catch feelings and you're going to keep going on this track, you don't want to keep going because it's red flags is only on the horizon. Well, it's also his first time as a single guy in yeah. that type situation. So, of course, he kind of like caught feelings. Yeah. I mean, glad you had fun. But if you're going to keep like, and you think you're going to fall in love or something like that, like it's better to cut the strings there and cut your losses and find somebody else. Yeah, definitely. Because like if the tables were switched and like, say you and I like had a threesome with a single girl and she messaged you and was like, I have feelings. I'd be like, bitch, hell no. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's like, you can't catch feelings. I'm sorry. Like we're in a married relationship. We're in this (laughs) together. This ain't happening. Caught feelings. Goodbye. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And that's just what it is. And it's not anything personal. It's just you can't. It, it, it's it's for the fun in this in this lifestyle. Like we aren't doing this. this isn't a polyamorous thing. We're not looking to find extra boyfriends. And it, it, again, like what she said, it's about what the, your situation is. But since this is in the swingers community i'm guessing that's not the case so if you're in it to go swingers why and you just want to do, play to have fun like we do yes that's what it is and i forgot to mention this ahead but this is all from personal experience and our personal feelings so don't we're not professionals but this is our advice <laughs> yep. in the swinger lifestyle this is how we feel <laughs> all right next one proximity this one is from swinger newbies also my wife and I have been to a lifestyle club twice for the first time this month. Each time the couple came right next to us in this lounge area and started having sex within two to four feet from us. Uh, when she was there, no one else was around. Outside of a few glances, no other communication occurred. My wife and I started to have sex next to the couple the last time but didn't engage with them. Is this common or non or a nonverbal sign that they would like to ask us permission to engage with them since they have plenty of other space but chose to come right next to us? Or is this just something for them to put on a show and turn themselves on? Hate to sound naive, but we're new to this. Um, this happened to us a couple times, right? Did it? <laughs> at least once at the sex club. Remember we were having sex the second time at the sex club on like the pillar bed where there was nobody in the room and then we had... it sex there and then a couple came in right next to us and then a couple was like had standing up sex right at the foot of the thing of it sure yeah um i don't remember but i don't think it's an invitation i think it's these people that turn on thing uh exhibitionists and like to show off yeah, it's and a t- like I think to have a, people no, watch them. No, I think it's totally a turn on thing because if we would do that, it wouldn't be an invitation either. It would just be like, oh, we want to get closer to watch them have sex so we can get more turned on while we have sex. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the the invitations turn more into like if you start making like deep eye contact with them and then you're like, you start to actually motioning and stuff like that. That's usually, especially with sex clubs. There's nobody ever that we've found in sex clubs that have, uh, open an invitation to without being like talking to us. Do you want to suck it? Or, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. No one or, has ever said that to us. No, but you I remember suck it? there was a time where you were blowing me, and then like the couple that was sitting right next to you, like the girl was like looking at me at my dick as you were doing it and giving me eyes and stuff like that. I guarantee you, if I was like, you want to turn, she would have been like, oh yeah. <laughs> 
I guarantee it. She has a very manly voice. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but I, I guarantee you it would have been that easy because like, she's giving me like the fuck you eyes. You know what okay. I mean? I did not know that happened. I, I told you on the way home. Sure. <laughs> so I think that, I mean, especially with Swingers Club, there's a very verbal signs that make it so permission. Like permission is everything at these types of clubs. So if they're coming close to you, it may be a sign that they're open to doing that. But it doesn't necessarily mean join in. Yeah. I think you have to be a little bit more, like, you have to be very, very open about that. Uh, the communication is, like, a major thing in the lifestyle. Yeah, especially so at the clubs. If they're not verbally saying, hey, would you like to join? I would not make a move. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's very few situations and you see in the community where people just pile on and just start to come after you and stuff like that. Because some people go there just to show off. have people watch them. Yeah. So coming close to you also, it's like if we were going to go close to a couple, it wouldn't necessarily mean we want to fuck them. It just means we want to see dick into pussy closer so we can get more turned on to fuck with next to them. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that because that may be more turned on to us than actually having sex with them. So I hope that answered your question a little bit. Um, okay, this one I wasn't going to read, but it kind of like it almost pissed me off a little. Not pissed me off, but like it bothered me a lot. So I just uh, I, I answered it in the, in the thread, but I, I wanted to talk about it here, too. You can go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. <laughs> it feels so stinging to be ugly and bi. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, being exposed to a much bigger number of people who are attractive to me compared to straight men feels so painful, especially knowing that nobody would accept me and want me from both sides, that I'd never experienced the thrill of intimacy with women, men, and non-binary people. It just crushes me to the bits. So I wasn't going to do this one just because of how depressing it was, but I thought it was good to read just for the mental health aspect of it. Um, because this is less of a person. If you look at the pictures of them, it's not an unattractive person whatsoever. It's 100% the mental health of this person. And I want to say that because almost all of this person's posts are like, I'm so ugly. Uh, I'm so So they're ugly. attention seeking. They're attention seeking. Okay. And it's it's a mental thing. <laughs> I just think, yeah. If I mean, if you think you're too ugly and that's the only because I, I i went through this dude's posts and every single post was like oh i'm so ugly how do i make it by like how do i get more attractive it's not that ugly yeah i mean it's like he's ugly on the inside on reddit you know there's that subreddit am i ugly and it's like always hot people that are posting that are just seeking attention yeah so i don't know i mean if like we said if it's it's something deeper it's something that you need to like talk to somebody about and open up because if you don't love yourself nobody else is gonna love you either i think he loves himself i think he just is looking for compliments yeah and that being that that's his only thing i mean on reddit people look at your history and be like dude (laughs) yeah that's what he's hoping for okay fair (laughs) (laughs) um we can do one more there's we we have another text message that came through we actually got two more text messages that came through during the middle of this podcast how weird right whoa <laughs> we definitely didn't, didn't you know a, we record this live yeah don't we, we definitely didn't get a corrupt file and have to redo the end of the show that's <laughs> co- totally cool um 
we got we got one text message which is weird that I, I mean i don't know they're just like oh hey should i listen to the show or not is the podcast good no um, it's moving terrible yes <laughs> moving on um the last one okay so i have a few questions for the show um was you curious after you was married and how did you open up to your wife um do you think that means like that's bi curious right probably um, that's probably what that means i guess i think I it know. means bi curious um or uh was you bi bi slash bi curious before marriage um and also what's the next step with your partner after you after a, a finger experience oh with me strap on or go straight for the real thing okay um let's see for the first to start off with the first question part of it um was i curious uh before w after were you curious after you were married and how did you open up to your wife yeah i think that well the curiosity came after we were in the lifestyle so it was really after we were married yeah and it i i opened up to you um as i discovered it myself Mm -hmm. I think I opened up to you as I was having the thoughts in real time, pretty much. So I don't think there was any hiding or discovery or coming out per se, because I think I was opening up about the thoughts about it to you as I was feeling it. Okay. Does that sound right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how long you were uh, having those feelings. So I, think I mean, when you did c come out, I wouldn't say come out, but you know what I mean? Like, tell me your thoughts about uh men i i was surprised because i've never heard you say anything about that before and we were at that point together for a while yeah you know a couple years yeah and i think it i mean it was because i didn't know about it before <laughs> right so i think that's what the the answer to it i was just really honest like she's the uh coral's the only person that i've never really held anything back from or held any secrets from or anything I mean, like that so. or like tried to hide pieces of myself from. I've always been pretty completely honest with you. I think that's why it took us so long to get into a relationship when we first started because we both didn't want to get into a relationship and hide parts of ourselves. Well, yeah, we both had very toxic relationships before right. each other. So. so I think that was a big thing going in. So I think just me, as I'm being honest with myself, I was being honest with her at the same time and helping. maybe she could help confirm those feelings with me or or give me reinforcement or reassurance talk, reassurance talk talk about it through with me so i i mean that's basically how we opened up together it was just as it happened in real time and that started slowly um and very very gradually it wasn't like all in it was just like oh i'd like to touch it sometimes <laughs> yeah sometime and see and then it was that moved on to like oh i'd suck it now <laughs> you know what i mean it, it, everything's a gradual process i think it was just one step moving on kind of the same way how we got into the swinger lifestyle period like we didn't just like be like oh yeah let's go for a double penetration <laughs> gangbang and and you know what I mean? We, yeah. It was very, very gradual. Yeah, very, very <laughs> gradual it, over years. Because I think with all these, that just makes that's just how it's worked out for us. It's never been an area, uh, 
There's never been a time where we've completely regretted almost anything that we've done or any of the people that we've played with or hooked up with or experiences that we've had at this time. doesn't mean there hasn't been... (laughs) Regretting is way different than having an unpleasant experience. Every single unpleasant experience I think we've had, I think we've grown from in one way or another. (sighs) Do you not think so? Like, has that made us better? There's been a couple um, men that we've been with that i'm just like i mean i I wouldn't have known unless we had sex with them how sex with them would have been you know but it it wasn't like it was cringy you know looking or like they crossed some lines and then i learned oh hey i need to tell uh people don't choke me out of yeah nowhere but i think without that, expressing like that said, i'm into that i don't think any of that's a regrettable experience i think that's I all learning experience i didn't think that was something i had to um necessarily like right. tell people right. because i think that's fucking crazy okay i never once have expressed that i was into choking or like i wouldn't say violence but you know what i mean yeah. like being touched in a way like that and then, like, out of the blue, you just start doing that. Like, I think that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> but again, I think that's there's a big line between completely regretting an experience and learning from it. And I mean, I think that may have shaped us into being a better person. Yeah. Like, you know, you know to put that on the front line now. Right. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And ever since then, I have, um, you know, told people that we're hooking up with hey i don't like choking i don't like uh being dominated i don't like being told what to do and my biggest pet peeve of all you know is being called good girl oh well i didn't know that was the biggest one i hate that i didn't know that got brought over choking that's like yeah no that's like nails on a chalkboard okay well that I don't think you knew about that until you experienced the experience. <laughs> yes. So then there you go. So to continue with your question, um, or was it by curious before marriage? No, that's the, it wasn't. I didn't know that. You all. weren't. I, yeah, I, I wasn't. <laughs> the answer is no to that. I was not, or didn't know I was. <laughs> um, and also what's the next step for, uh, me and my partner after a finger experience? I mean, I think we've gone like first knuckle or stuff like that, and we've st- I, I've stuck dildos He's... and stuff in my ass and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and while we've, like... I don't care to ever peg you. Yeah, and I think that's she used to joke about it because she's like, well, if you if you want to do me in the ass, then I'll get a strap on and do you in the ass. That's the deal, and that that was like her stronghold at first until yeah, I was like, exactly. okay, deal. <laughs> and she's like, oh wait, what? And I was like, yes, deal. <laughs> You can peg me, and then I can do you yeah, in the ass. No. And then you're like, uh, never mind. No, 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 no. Never mind. Hold on. You said, oh, yeah, you can do that. And then, like, you picked out a dildo that's, like... That is not like true. a wimpy one. The dildo that I have, the insert dildo that I got you, is the exact same size as me. No, I've side-by-side side compared. It is. Mm, it's the same size as me. I, I disagree. It is. <laughs> I'll... Put it side by side and show you. <laughs> it's the same size. Okay. Regardless, um, I'm not sexually into pegging. Yeah. So there's that. So honestly, it I, I don't like. I've put in. Uh, I would stimulators. let. I would let another girl peg you if you wanted. 
Um, I'd rather the real thing than another girl, to be honest okay. with you. Um, we've done, but we have done like uh, plugs or, or, or uh, what is it? Like we were saying, that toy that does the prostate yeah. massager. I've put that, I've used that while having sex with her and everything. And we've played with toys that way, but that's, that's about as far as that goes. So, I mean, the real thing, yeah, that's probably a goal at some point. Uh, it's not something, I mean, I think we talked about it a little bit in the beginning of the show. It was like something that's still on the bucket list, but it's not something that I need right now, you know? So I hope that answers your question. Yeah. Thanks for texting. Um, Now for more of Desire. Mm-hmm. Desire Resort in Maya Riviera, Mexico. Um, yeah. Great. Awesome place. Um, what is it? When we went down there... Um, to add a little bit more to have, if you've ever been to an all-inclusive, it's very much all in, an all-inclusive. Yeah. It's, you pay, you pay a price, a good amount of price, but then all the food's free, the drinks I think are all included, mm-hmm. you get a very nice room. I think even the sushi restaurant was included, Yeah, it right? was. Like, yeah, you had to make an appointment or, or, or a, a reservation, reservation, but it, I think yeah. it was included. So all the thing is in one. And then, like, you're not allowed to have sex around the pool. You're not... I mean, they say you're not allowed to, but I think if pe- pe- people do sometimes... Definitely saw people getting jerked off. Yeah, and sucked off and stuff by the yeah. pool. I don't think they care. And then, like, the staff plays some fun games and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that's how it's set up. It's just, like, I think there's over 100 couples that usually go very, very clean, very nice. It was very nice, yeah. It was, like... Well, because we've also been to... Um, What's the one in Palm Springs? What is it called? Exotic Dreams. Yeah, we've been to that one, and that one, they're very different. They're very different, but that one's not an all-inclusive either. It's like it's like yeah, going... Yeah, we had to go out, leave to yeah, get food. Yeah, to get food and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, And it, that one was very much like, you fuck anywhere. You can fuck everywhere. I wouldn't say that place was grimy, but like it wasn't classy no it still turned us on but it wasn't as like clean and classy as desire which i think yeah like it that, like desire was like five stars yeah it was beautiful like it was really nice and i i think the biggest thing that we wanted to talk about is like we we were so intimidated going in like and very nervous about a thing and we didn't want to be approached by people outside of our age range which was about 80 <laughs> percent i would say 90 i'd say probably 80 percent of the people there um they were, which we, by the end of our time there, we definitely warmed up to, not not to playing with any of them anyway, but not, like, we were afraid initially that I think they were going to, like, approach us and ask us to have sex, and we were just going to be, like, like, feel bad about turning people down and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we would just, like, avoid talking to anybody, but towards the end, we were sitting at the bars, and we were talking to a lot of old couples, and it was actually really nice, like, hearing, like, a lot of their experiences, mm-hmm. and and how far they came and how far they've been in the lifestyle and known what we have to look forward to, like when we can pawn <laughs> the kids off of other people and, and run off to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the the main thing uh, we wanted to talk about is like how being down there is like you kind of zero in on everybody that is within your age range. Well, yeah, because you stick out like a sore thumb. You stick out like a sore thumb, so we noticed them across the room, and we kind of had our pick from most of them, mm-hmm. or the only few. I think we the two people we really wanted to hook up with, or the two sets of people, I think it was the right couples. word for couples, we really wanted to hook up with while we were there, we pretty much were able to hook up with. And that was a, 
even with us being like super shy and everything like that, mm-hmm. I think in this situation they came up to us, and I think this is this going into the story about what we'll call him Jason Statham, because that's what <laughs> he looked like. Because he looked like. exactly like Jason Statham, and he was a little bit older, and he was with um a girl that was a little bit younger than us actually like mid 20s like mid 20s or something yeah. like that but she was like blonde skinny like oh she was hot she shit. was really really hot she had her nips pierced too <laughs> yeah. didn't she yeah and and yeah she i we remember seeing her cuz she was always topless or even completely naked like in and around the pool and yeah. stuff like that she was getting a lot of attention she was getting a lot of attention and talking to a lot of people where did we first talk to them was that in the pool uh, I think the first time we talked to them, they came up to us at like the leather night oh. that they were having at when the we were club out, outside on the deck or something yeah, like that outside of the club. Yeah, and they started talking to us. I think they were giving you compliments and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's yeah, we started to get to know them too. And I remember them saying too, like they they weren't married or anything. I don't even think they were like in a relationship i think they were like friends with benefits yeah but they weren't looking like they weren't part of the lifestyle either apparently they were like not looking to swap or do anything that they just wanted like a sexy vacation yeah which is fine i guess a lot of these resorts you see a lot of people that are just either nudists or or just go and they don't like they're not necessarily in the lifestyle like i think there's which is interesting because, like, if, why wouldn't you just go to a nudist resort? Yeah, I think there's, like, levels of, like, wristbands or rings you can wear or colors or something that, like, will let people know what type of couple you are. Like, if you're into swaps or softs or full oh, or okay. just n- nudists or just want to hang out and stuff like that. Sure. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that for sure, but I've heard that. Okay. But anyways, we were talking to them. I remember we were pretty we were pretty into them. And they were like, yeah. And after they had told us, like, oh, yeah, we're not, like, we never, we're not really intend to swap with anybody or do anything. We kind of like wrote it off for a little bit, but we kept hanging out with them. Yeah, they were fun. They were nice to talk to. Yeah. And I remember another couple came out because the, 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 the guy, an older couple too, but the guy was like a lot more straightforward and he's like, oh, I love your nipple piercings. And he goes, I want to lick them. And then she's like, okay. And he did. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> so maybe they'll do some stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I remember we moved up because after like the dance party, I think the big thing is like after the club party that they have, like the hot tub area gets bumping. Mm-hmm. And that's like the thing is everybody will go there and if you can outlast the club, everybody goes to the hot tub. Yeah. And we went up that night with them. They're like, oh, come to the hot tub with us. And we did. And yeah, it was much crazier because the only times we had gone, like during the day, like mm-hmm. we were like, we were usually like the first ones up there because it's quiet and, and it just opens and there's not really people going off at night. Like, because they have all the beds that surround the jacuzzi. Yeah, it's bumping. Yeah, there's like people getting blown and, <laughs> and people getting double teamed and like yeah. fucked on those beds and stuff like that. And then like, the hot tub kind of turns into a human soup almost. Yeah, it's kind of gross. There's so many people in there. So we just kind of like floated in the middle with them mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And we were hanging out with them most of the night. And did we end up kissing them in the hot tub or anything? Or you kissed no. her? No? Mm-mm. Not there? I think we just like, we got along so well that I think we were starting to get tired or not tired, but we're just like, oh, because we were definitely really turned on. And yeah. we're like, oh, we're going to go back down to our room for the night. Uh, 
we're like, and we, so we didn't want to be too forward because they had said that they don't, they don't plan to hook up with anybody or anything. So mm-hmm. I think it was just like, if you guys want, don't feel any pressure. <laughs> here's our room number. Here's our room number. And if you want to come down, like, we're not intending to full swap or anything. So don't worry about that. You can just come on. I think like after five minutes making it back, they were knocking at the door. Like, yeah, here we are. <laughs> like pretty much, I don't even think they went back to like put on anything. Like they came down in robes and stuff, yeah. almost completely naked, and was like, "Okay, let's get in the into this." And I think you started making out with her first. Yeah, and that was like the main thing. It was like, "Okay, let's let the girls have fun for a little while," and then he like started to like push himself into her and stuff like that and she started going down on him mm-hmm. and i think you started going down on me mm-hmm. and it was getting hot but then i was like hey you should go ask if you could help blow jason statham off <laughs> <laughs> there's a so megalodon sexy. in here somewhere oh my <laughs> god get him out wow um so we looked up and we asked if it was okay and I was and she and she was like, oh, It's okay with me and he yeah. was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely okay. So I think you both basically gave him a double blow job mm-hmm. for like a good little while. And then I learned that he likes to be dominant and give direction. Mm-hmm. And that's a big turn off for me. Yeah. Like direction <laughs> like I say when you get to come. Yeah. You know? He was saying stuff like that to his partner yeah you better not come yet yeah exactly because he's like go all the way down all the way down yeah (laughs) yeah which and she was like deep throating that shit yeah yeah i like we're we're more of like we're more of a playful couple like we like i'm fun enjoying amusement park stuff not like do it (laughs) (laughs) i'm more into like sensuality yeah than like Oh, yes, Daddy Dom. Like, you know. She's more in sensuality and like offset uh, quirky jokes in the moment, too. Oh, my God. You do. <laughs> You'd much rather like a fun laughing joke or whatever. Like, you find that cute between a lot of guys. M does that uh, sometimes, sure. too. And you, you totally find it cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what I was saying. So they. It, it hadn't made it to there yet. I don't think it was until like. Uh, I think you asked, you're like, oh, can she blow Nate? Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, she was, like, asking him, Jason Statham, for permission. And then he finally was like, he's like, yes, but he can't come in your mouth. Yeah. And that was, like, the big thing. I was like, F- deal. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, like, you were, like, going over there, and he started going down on you, too. But mm-hmm. with, like, you can't come, though. Yeah, you exactly. Know, one of those type of and things. And I was like, don't worry, I won't. Yeah, <laughs> and and she started she started to like go down on me. Actually, I went down on her first. I definitely went down on her first. And, okay, and she she had a nice pussy. Yeah, yeah. Then we switched spots because like she had they talked up like she's like the blowjob queen, blowjob master. I mean, yeah, she was like a deep throat pro. She was a deep throat pro. She was the first girl that I've ever seen that could actually like reach the hilt like the base Mm -hmm. like almost get my balls in her mouth like it was like (laughs) oh my god (laughs) yeah and i without like any teeth without any without any gagging either it was just like going in and enough to where like she started rocking forth and like it makes you want to fuck harder into her mouth and i was and she just didn't flinch and i'm i'm not gonna lie if i and say that i wasn't close to coming because she was like the first 
blowjobber to get me to like almost come that quick, but Jason Statham won't allow that. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to come in her mouth, but yeah, she was, it was pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was impressed. I was like, damn. Yeah. Which was okay. good because it, I mean, it, it it was the perfect timing too because I think you were starting to get sick of him and I was starting to Well, yeah, because I had a discussion with him where I was like, I'm sorry, but I really don't like um, being told what to do because he was like trying to like dominate me and like instruct me and I was like, no, that's not... No, but we were still like we were still very turned on in the moment so we were able at least like he started fucking her and I started fucking you and it was... Like, you guys were making out while we were fucking bumping heads and shit like that, mm -hmm. which was pretty hot. <laughs> and, like, all over each other. Like, the whole night and the experience lasted, like, it probably lasted an hour and a half or so. Yeah. It was a while. Yeah. <laughs> and we were there, and we had a really good time. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the night, we, like, said our goodbyes or whatever. We were there. We I mean, ran I, into them I the next day. Him. I just, I did not like his style. Right. And it, and I don't think him and I were compatible. Yeah, not as much. He was hot you, though. Because you could tell. Yeah, no, he was. He had abs. Like he was a good-looking guy. She was really hot. Yeah. Um, but you could tell that their relationship was like he's the dom and she's yeah. the sub. Yeah, like I would believe it if she was like carried around on a leash like the entire time yeah that type of exactly dynamic or had like, nipple, like they're more of a fet life type yeah of or had like nipple clamps or something that yeah. she would wear like you know yeah like she very much liked being like she was fun she liked being told what to do i would I, yeah if we if she would she would make a great like girl for a threesome she like, yeah fantastic yeah she would she would so we said goodbye to them and funny just to add a little bit of humor to the end of the story because they were like all right because they they were going to the other desire resort mm -hmm. um pearl uh, pearl yeah. yeah they were heading there for a few days because they were splitting their time between each one so they had left and they're like oh yeah early morning we're heading over there so they left like they left that night and we're like all right goodbye forever we'll never see you again <laughs> yeah exactly. and then later the next day we were supposed to leave or whatever we went and hooked up with that other couple that we were talking about. The last episode. On the last episode. And then afterwards when we walked with them like pretty much half naked to like get some food with them. Like we kind of like bumped into them and they're like, oh, these are our friends. Like to them and we're like, oh, we know them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh, you guys are here. I was like, I don't know how to handle this situation. I've never like had a couple I fucked and walked by with a new couple we're fucking. Right, exactly. <laughs> it was like, it almost feels. Like I mean, we're whores. Yeah. I mean, if it, <laughs> it was probably fine. It obviously was fine. Right. But it was like a new experience. It was like, oh, I feel like we just like dumped somebody and went and fucked. <laughs> the person next door and just like hi well they left us okay yeah and so. they were supposed to go to pearl and yeah <laughs> they came exactly. back because apparently pearl didn't work out or it wasn't as fun and they yeah, didn't like it they didn't like it yeah so yeah so that's like uh that's our desire experience and i think if we were going to go back to a place that's the spot we would go back to um maybe we said maybe we would ever we would try at some point young swingers week at, at hedonism mm -hmm. but i feel hedonism is getting too commercial and everything like that what do you mean like there's references in tv shows and stuff to it so like, okay i'd be down to go for young swingers week <laughs> to see how it is and everything like that but yeah. you need to feel a little bit more comfortable because they have a like almost most of the beaches i believe are nude required some of the pools are nude required 
Yeah, that's a big thing. It is. And you've said multiple times, you're like, oh, those ones, I'm willing to go and do them. (laughs) But... (laughs) I mean, now that I'm about to have a mom bod, I don't know. We'll see. Your body has always been fine, and it's going to be fine. It's going to spit out a baby, and it's going to look different. It's going to be fine. If you have any other questions you guys want to ask us, if you have any buy questions, any swinger questions, any swinger resort questions, any just any questions, period, you can reach out to us at 925-307-9464. You can call that number, leave a message. You can text it. We probably won't answer you. uh, We we, will not answer you. Yeah, we won't answer you, but we'll read it on the show. We'll answer any questions questions you got uh you could also reach out to us on twitter at swing by podcast um on twitter and same with reddit reach out to us on reddit at swing by podcast um hope you guys like oh uh email we have an email yeah, to swing by podcast at gmail.com there we go um i hope you guys enjoyed this episode um hopefully we'll be able to have one in a couple weeks we're gonna try to bank one for you guys so there's that <laughs> till next time